Mic check, mic check. All right, we live. Awesome. We doing it. I don't know what episode this is. Uh, let me check. Episode 16. I actually had another podcast with another uh, friend of mine. I don't know if you ever saw it, a black girl, uh, Sherilyn. I saw some of it. It's the I same podcast, but but she moved on, did some other things, and I, I kind of kind of kept it going. So oh, this, no, I do remember. Yeah, um, and then so this really is like episode like forty two or something. But with the new the new name, it's up. It's probably it's episode sixteen. Um, the Grit Podcast. So let me um, let me get to my music. Let me get something going here. Let's let's see if you remember this song. We about we about we about the same age, so <laughs> I'll be I'll be shocked if you didn't. <laughs> I'll make this. Uh... That's right. That's right. How we do? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jay Z. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. You want to drop something? <laughs> He's like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. She was on something recently. I don't remember what it was, but uh, I forget what she was on. But I, I, she, she was rapping on something. It was, I think, it was a Cardi B track. She still got it. Uh huh. It was a Cardi B track, I think. And um, I don't know, man. I don't. Know. I don't. <laughs> Why you have that, that dramatic pause? And say, I, don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like the uh, the younger chicks. At least I haven't seen. I don't feel like they pay. Even the younger dudes, even the young rap. I don't feel like they pay respects. They don't. They don't. Because uh, I remember when uh, Nicki Minaj was going at Kim, and back in right, the day, I remember that we didn't go at the greats back in the day. Nah. We pay homage to them. We even sample some of their music, but now they just attack them, man. Yeah, like yeah, I'm better than you. I got you. Uh, and then I think even with that, I don't know if you noticed this, but it seems like the old the old heads. Kind of come out the young heads. They do now because they don't have like. A, I don't think we have a real leader. Like if a Pac was still here, yeah, to kind of set the, set everything in stone. I don't think they would do it. You'll I don't think, think Pac would be the kind of person coming at young dudes. You think Jay Z kind of fill that role? He should. Uh, it's mm-hmm. been some even with his last album. You know, he talked a lot about finances and stuff that we should talk about to the younger generation. So I think he, I think he's doing a good job of it. I think he can be a lot more vocal, but you know who I I do think is doing it nowadays? The athletes. The LeBron James. LeBron is definitely all over that shit. All those guys, man, they're they're taking the place of what the rappers should be doing right now. And uh, some of the kids are following suit. Yeah, LeBron uh, be really doing it, man. Like, he he got that show on HBO. I don't know if you saw it at the barbershop. I haven't seen it yet, but heard about it. He do that. He do this thing with the school in Cleveland. Like, LeBron be all over it. I'm sure there's other people doing it. Because I'm a We in Dallas of course And I'm a Mavericks fan Yeah I used to always Get mad because He ran off the court In the championship game And didn't want to talk Yeah So I was a LeBron hater Until I found out What kind of guy he was Outside the court Yeah I mean And when he started Fighting for equality And opening up schools I'm like okay I can get with that Yeah I was kind of the same way Because um, It's supposed to me Being from Ohio 
um, yeah. when people was trying to shove LeBron down my throat, <laughs> I was like, nah, man, because they were doing the Jordan comparisons. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, man, yeah. he's not there, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta at least wait to the end of his uh, of his run, then you can start doing the comparisons. But yeah, and it's, it's still, it's always gonna be an unfair comparison because of the day and age. Uh huh. And LeBron came in as a kid. Yeah. So you got to give Jordan. Let's say if Jordan was 18 years old, you know, it's always a what if. And there's no, it's really not a comparison. J- Jordan was great for his time. My my favorite player of all time. LeBron is great right now. Uh huh. We can't compare it. No. But yeah, saying that to say like people were shoving LeBron down my throat, I was kind of felt the same way. I wasn't really feeling them. And then you know some of the um, like you said, some of his behavior yeah. on on the court. I'm like, yeah, see, oh my God, he's a kid. you know, he started the flopping. <laughs> that was my excuse. He, he created all the flopping, man. It, it became popular because of him. Yeah, and then like, um, but like you said, over time, he was extremely vocal, and then he just he kind of just won me over, man. I was he, like, yeah, I, I rock with LeBron. Yeah, he reminded me of Ali. Yeah, if I was a, a athlete, a millionaire, and I had that that. Um, platform uh-huh. I would be an Ali you know I would be the guy that said no I'm not going to the army even though I serve <laughs> I would be the guy you know I would be that guy man and we don't have a lot of those guys like even we talk about the NFL a lot yeah who is predominantly ran by African Americans and Absolutely. they have the power to do what the NBA is doing yeah when the NBA started doing it the commissioner started backing them, mm-hmm. you know, because they know, you know, we 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 are their money. Yeah. Uh, well, the NFL is disappointing because they won't do that. You know, people are listening to Dak Prescott, and I'm a Cowboys fan. Talk about what is wrong with Dak? Oh Jesus, he's a, he's a house slave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get ratings. I like I like you put it properly. You said he's a house slave. Yeah, but uh, you know what you want to say. No, I love Dak, man. Um, I just. I understand and I don't understand. I understand because he's young. He's not on his max contract. How old is Dak? Man, he's probably 23, 24. Oh, damn. He's that young? Yeah, he just came. Last year was his first year, wasn't it? Yeah, so he's still a baby. So I understand. He's not making max contract money. He's got to, sometimes you got to say what you got to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but LeBron can say what he wants to say. LeBron, they, they yeah. ain't fucking with LeBron. Yeah, that's their money. That's the money right he there. He's in the NBA right now. You know, we ain't got nothing, so. Uh, I'll see, there you go. There's an opportunity <laughs> to, to, to hit my thing. Where's it at? I said, he's the money. He's the money. He's the money. Oh, hold on. Where's my thing? Why ain't it working? Everybody needs money. That's why they call it money. That's right. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Damn, we just jumped right into it. Hold on. Okay, so this is the Grip Podcast. Uh, I got my, my co-host this, this week is uh, my friend Patrick. What up? Um... I don't use people's full names on here because I don't know if everybody's comfortable with that and people know who you are, so I just go with your first name. Um, And Patrick is actually... You're probably the first friend I had when I moved here. Okay. Because your boy... Somebody plugged me. Ah, uh, it was my mom's friend plugged me into Yacht Chai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I even saying that right? Yeah. Okay. And for some reason, he plugged me into you. I don't know how, and I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know if it was a music thing because you're a drummer. It had, yeah, it had to be music. Because and I, I might have been. Talking I was Yachai's drummer. Yeah, Yachai, so actually, back in the day, for for people trying to figure out what the heck is a Yachai, <laughs> was Yachai. Yacht is is black and uh, Asian. Is it uh, Thai? 
So it's it's his his name is longer than that. But yeah, I was I was playing with Yai, playing drums. Yeah. And um I'm still trying to figure out how that happened. It had to do with music though. Yeah. And so he plugged me into you for some reason. And then it was probably just a music thing. Yeah. Because you I were was, making beats. I was yeah, I was producing. well I I had just got here and I was like, All right, so how do I break into the Dallas scene? Right. And then I think he plugged me into you, and then I think me and you just probably got to just talking. He was like, "Oh, right. he cool." Right. He cool. And then you had the the guys back home who came down. Oh we, yeah! We oh shit! <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you were producing those guys, and you were always talking about. It. I was like, I can't wait to see what's up with them. And then you let me listen to some music. Then they came down. Yeah, that didn't pop off. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I remember the video shoot. That was fun as hell. And that was, I was hella green doing that. Like, I was way out of my depth doing that because, like, I had that new camera, didn't really know how to work it. But I'm like, yeah, you know, tour bus. <laughs> yeah. You know, got the girls. Let's do, yeah, let's make this fly. Like, yeah. I, I still watch the video today. Like, the video looks like trash. <laughs> But, but you gotta start. But it was fun. Yeah, you know what? If if a lot of these rappers look at their old videos, they uh-huh. probably think the same thing. But they took a chance. Yeah, you guys, like you said, you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start. And I think that's one of the things when we met that attracted me because I'm like, this dude is going. He just keep going. He keep going. He gonna go with music. This thing where he can go with producing. He got this camera. I remember when you first got the camera. So yeah, it's. I mean, whether it look bad or not, some of my stuff I'm too ashamed to put out there. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna put something like that. <laughs> I remember. When, when, <laughs> nah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we all start somewhere, man. Yeah. So it's 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 not taking the chance. That's the bad thing. You know what I mean? Because you can't mark it off as a fail. Nah. So, so yeah, and I can't live with that. I literally, literally can't live with that. Um, I was talking to somebody about that where I was like, you know, a lot of people get, I swear to God, I'm not saying this to like be boastful or anything, but I I literally can't live with the, I wonder. Oh, me too. I can't live with it because I'm all, I'll, I'll literally be laying in bed. Like, and that that's not just like me chasing stuff in my career. That was like with girls too. Like it was all yeah, over. Yeah. I was always like, yeah. I'd be out somewhere and I see a girl and these be like, oh, oh man, she's out of your league. Oh, you can't do it. There's no such thing. I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Those, I gotta try. Those people, man, <laughs> we are the people who who are the innovators in this world. I listened to a guy named Les Brown, uh-huh. who uh, Miles Monroe also listened. To yeah, him. I like Miles, Miles Monroe. He learned from Les Brown uh-huh. and Zig Ziglar. And one of the things he talks about is uh, how the graveyard is the richest place in the world because mm-hmm. it's so much locked. Potential that's still in the graveyard that was never used. Right. You know what I mean? So that what if thing. I'm the same way. I can't do the what ifs. I mean, I got to do it. I teach my boys, I have teenage boys, that at least fail at it. Yeah. Because if you don't try, you can't even say, well, I tried it. You know, fail at it. And that's that's why I like listening to Miles and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's hella risky, man. And, um, you know, I think even if you don't get the payoff you want, I still think I still think you 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 learned and gained something valuable with the experience. Right. You know. You learn something with everything, and you can check it off. Yeah. As one thing you tried in life that didn't work, and I'm gonna go to the next thing. And I'll tell you, I, I got some girls I had no business getting. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. I, I, I it was opportunity. It was times where I was. 
I'm trying to be What can we say on here We can say whatever the fuck we want man This is my podcast It's times man I was like man I can't believe she here at my house. I mean it happens But you gotta take that chance man There's so many dudes I've been asked like How do you get a woman like that And I'm, I couldn't believe you asked me uh, How did I get a woman like that Like I'm always But I'm a risk taker I'm a chance yeah. taker She say no She say no But most of the time a, Yeah They won't say no Yeah I, I told a friend of mine I was like look If you can get yourself Comfortable with the no's Then I think you're good If, if you can make your peace With getting rejected And being told no That's what girls That's what life Whatever it is Job You know If you can get alright With the no's At least for me I'm like I think you're good Right And kind of The sky's the limit Oh yeah And And, and Personality is everything. Making a woman laugh is everything. If you, if you don't think you can get her, make her laugh. Yeah. Make her laugh. Don't push her. Make her laugh. Don't push her. Come yeah. back. Make her laugh. And before you know it, you know what I mean. <laughs> She's on your couch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's not that hard. It's not as hard as we make it look. Yeah. I mean, we all got insecurities, but it's really not that hard. I ain't trying to sound like Bishop Don, but I mean, human relations is not that hard. Just be a good person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, man, I can't live with the I don't with the what if. It, it will literally drive me crazy because I'll be like, you know, what if I could have, and I like limited myself, right. and I try not to limit myself with anything if I if I can avoid it. Yeah, I, mean, I always have this saying that I tell myself and I tell my boys. I don't ever want to die. I'd be sitting in a car wreck, knowing I'm about to die. Going, oh man, I didn't try that. You know what I mean? And most people will be thinking about family. I'm going to be real with you. Most people be thinking about family and stuff like that. I will think about my wife and kids, uh-huh. but I'm mostly thinking about why the heck did I try that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why did why didn't I just live life to my full potential? I want to go to I want to go to my grave um spent. Mhm. You know what I mean? I tried everything. Yeah, exactly. Even cocaine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> cocaine, man. Um <laughs> So yeah, it's my it's my it's my boy Patrick. Um, we've been out, we've been out of touch for a while. It's, it's almost been it's at least been two years. Um, yeah, I think it been because I it was I've had this been in this house for two years. It's been longer than and you've that. never been here. No, so it's definitely been at the last least place two I years. was at was the apartment over by my mom's house on. Um, was that Clark. in Duncanville or Clark. was that Clark? Clark. Yeah. Damn, I had a whole other apartment between that and this house. Oh, I had an apartment in, up north off of Plano Road. For like a year or two. Oh, I didn't know that. That's closer to where I am. Yeah, I like, I like living up north, man. Um, I do too. Uh, it's expensive. Well, it, it was expensive for me. It's way. I mean, I, you, you you might be balling. So. No, I ain't balling, man. I am not balling. I wish. Um, my wife, man. So she's from Houston. Mm-hmm. And when people move to Dallas, they don't know much about Dallas. She said, uh, and people were telling her not to move to the south. And there's some beautiful places in the South. Now this is the South. This is South. South. And, we're, and, it's, and she didn't under, she didn't know that it was beautiful places. So she wanted Frisco, Plano, McKinney, and I'm like, we're gonna pay way more than you expect to pay for a house. You yeah. Know? And um, not like the North, man. But uh, when the kids leave, we're coming back. Yeah, everything is up north, man. That's where all the stuff is, man. Yeah, I'm not trying to beat down the south side, but, but the money, man. Um, <clears throat> when these people build, when we uh, were trying to look for a house in Frisco. They wouldn't build another house mm-hmm. under three hundred fifty grand. So that's the cheapest house you can buy. That's mm-hmm. brand new, and, and you know what kind. You know what they're trying to move down there, and I don't blame them to a certain extent. <laughs> but at the same time, you got to live that lifestyle. You got to make the money. Uh, yeah, you got to make smart decisions. I, I want. 
I want to come back to Dallas. Yeah. More or less downtown, but I want to come back to Dallas. Yeah, we was looking up north, um, and we basically like for what we pay for this house up north, the house is probably half this size. And I was gonna say that. You know, when so I came I, in today, I was gonna say that. I always tell people in the south that because we have a house mm-hmm. uh, in McKinney. I guarantee you we probably almost paid the same <laughs> same price. And your house like is. We'll two talk. Times I, we'll talk about. Yeah, hey, I'll yeah, tell you what we paid yeah. for it. Two million. I'm <laughs> 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 you know, just joking. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, it's been a while. I'm glad you're here. Um, even before this, before we turn on the mics, it was it's, it's nice kind of catching up with you. I was like, oh, that's why I like you so much, man. I forgot, you know. I'm easy, man. We just got it cool. Yeah, I'm easy to get along with. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, thanks for coming out. This is the Grip Podcast. Uh, you can listen to the Grip Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, something else. Um, don't know what it is, but are, are we playing R. Kelly music today? No. <laughs> and I was wondering if we were gonna get into that. And I got no problem getting into that. Uh Devil's Advocate. Yeah, I had to throw it out there. Yeah. And uh We're getting a thousand views today. <laughs> um what was I gonna say? We on Instagram, uh Grip the Grip Podcast, follow follow us on Instagram. Um Yeah, so okay, so before we get into it. Um, I got this thing I want to do, uh-huh. and I do this with every guest. Okay, it's called the, it's called the uh, playlist shuffle. Okay, what kind of phone you got? iPhone. iPhone. Okay. Um, so what I do is this: every guest that comes on, I say go to a playlist. Okay. Whatever playlist you want, and hit shuffle. And whatever comes on, comes on, right? Right. But see, I'm so so sentimental, man. Okay. So listen, my, my playlist are dog. Right. I have been busted several times with some corny ass music, man. Like, I think okay, like what, like what came on, man? Like, I had like Beyonce single ladies come on once, but it don't count with me because I'm a musician. I listen to everything. Well, that's what I was telling them because I was clowning me like Instinct. Uh, I think came up one time or something. It's like what the fuck? All right, listen, man. I listen to everything. Like I listen to everything. Like I produce music, so I love sounds. Right, right. And it's, people don't understand that. No, like my I love sounds like, oh, that's corny. Cool. Like, no, nah, man, I love sound. My family don't understand that. You can you can be a person who likes music, but a musician and a producer is a totally different, you know, on a totally different frequency. Yeah. So in my playlist, anything liable to come up. So I'm gonna go ahead. Um, <laughs> let me check the level here. I'm gonna keep my. No, hold on. That's right. That's right. I'm gonna make sure the level. That's kind of loud. All right, here we go. And no cheating, man. Like you just hit shuffle. But on which playlist? Just, you any just playlist? pick any playlist okay. you want. Any playlist? I'm sure you got like some safer playlists if you want to no, go I there. Really you don't. can do that. I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't. <laughs> and if something comes up that already came on, then I'll I'll do something else. So here I we, see that comment. Here we go. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm good. That's safe. That's safe. <laughs> this is uh, Lauren Hill. I think this was a single she did. A uh, Rebel. I find it hard to say. Okay. Yeah, have you heard this? Uh-uh. I this, just saw her in concert. Oh, bro. Yeah. This came out. 
2016. <laughs> Shit ain't new. <laughs> it don't sound like her. Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill. I like it. When I think Lauren Hill, I think so. Like Neil, so. Uh huh. That sound like her producer said, we gotta get you out, so. Yeah, she ain't putting she ain't put nothing out in a while, right? I think she still owes the label some records, man. It's probably true. I think that's what's going on with it. I like it though. Yeah. I know her drummer, man. Shout out to Spanky. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he's a good dude. So like when I have guests on and I do this. Like most guests, like, oh, can we do that again? Oh, like, they be having so much fun. <laughs> no, I like it. You know, anything that's music oriented, I love it. Okay, so yeah, that was that was good. That was that was safe. Yeah, yeah, I was safe. Nothing, nothing, nothing ridiculous came up. <laughs> Do you have the, uh... Yeah. It's gonna be something weird, I promise you. Because <laughs> I'm all over the place with my music, so I push shuffle. Just hit shuffle. Uh-oh, that's Check a good cool one. <laughs> oh, Alright. I want cool you one. to you feel me, that. baby. I want you to understand me, baby. That. Y'all gonna rock with that. Shout this out to Fun in the Foreign Exchange. No bullshit. <laughs> no jokes, no games. This is it, yo, for real. I see it happening, man. It's about to go down. Us. I see you swing. I see That's how I groove 95% of the time. That groove, that kind of groove is why I stay. Yeah. I'm a big uh, Jay Dilla fan, man. Yeah, t- tell the guest who it is. It's uh, Foreign Exchange, man. Fonte. Uh, the song is called Connected. My little brother loves Jay Dilla. Everybody and you is that this dude can sing. He got a whole uh-huh. other album where he's singing. Like he was the first Drake to me. Cause he got bars, man. He can battle you, but if you heard him sing, and I can, you want to look for some stuff that he's singing on. The dude, you think it's an R and B album? I mean, yeah. was telling the guests like I said uh, the other the Speak Between the Lines podcast I was like are oh, you good yeah, let it rock for a second I um I was I've really explained to them like they thought I was like making something up I was like nah I'm dead serious like I just love music like I listen to anything from um pop to rock and roll to hip hop to 
You want to hear something crazy? You know. Somebody asked me what I grew up on. I grew up on everything, right? I was a kid in the projects who listened to Nas and Jay Z, uh-huh. and everybody was listening to something else. But I had a, I remember having the tape of Olivia Newton John. Uh-huh. I don't know why I had it, but I had it, and I listened to it. And it wasn't her voice was awesome. It wasn't just about her voice. You talking about a kid who's probably nine or ten years old listening to her voice and listening to just everything about the music. <clears throat> and this is why I became a musician. Yeah, music is beautiful, man. Like that whole album, I'm gonna get that to you. It's awesome. The album is called Connected by the Foreign Exchange. Yeah, man. Um, my son loves music, man. I'm so happy about that. Like, he'll hear something, he'll just start kind of like, he'll stop, he'll go. Oh, that's a good thing. And he'll start, he doesn't have any rhythm yet, but he just, he start. That's a good thing. <laughs> my boys, uh, two of them sing. And they're afraid to sing in public, but I got videos of them singing mm-hmm. in the shower, and they can sing their butts off. So everybody in the house loves music. Yeah, that makes me real happy, man. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. So you go, man. The uh, the podcast shuffle. <laughs> That's what I call it, man. Pod. No, I'm sorry. The playlist shuffle. I don't say podcast. The playlist shuffle. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, guests love that. Especially when something silly comes on. It's good that to share good new music. You know what I mean? Stuff that people probably never heard of. I yeah. got a lot of stuff. When people ride in my car, they're going, who the heck is that? And that's a compliment mm-hmm. to me because there's a lot of music out there that's not shared. Yeah, and I know a lot of the podcasts that incorporate music into it. And I was like, man, I want to work music into my podcast. And how do I do that without being without copying? Mm-hmm. And I came up with this somehow. I don't know where it came from, but it just came up. So yeah, that's good. I can share a lot of music with you. You love it. Yeah. So, um, like I was saying earlier, I kind of had a topic or like some specific I want to talk about, but I just was like, man, screw that, man. Like I said, I, I want to kind of catch up with you, man. Yeah, I'm cool with that. And uh, cool with that. just chop it up, man. And so, I guess we can kind of, kind of start. You, you brought it up earlier, man. You, <laughs> you mentioned his name. Feeling on your booty. <laughs> You mentioned this name. Did you watch? Yes. You watched the whole thing. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I watched. Yeah. I watched. I'm done yeah, with all man, of it, man. I'm surprised. I'm. I want to say I'm not surprised because we all knew about it. Uh huh. But at the severity of it, I'm surprised. Yeah, like I. Because listen, we had R. Kelly at our wedding. Not R. Kelly, but we had this music yeah, at our yeah, wedding. Yeah. You know, we 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 dancing to "Step in the Name of Love." Yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, it's like you said, we all were kind of aware of it, but we didn't know to what extent. Yeah, that's crazy. It was. Crazy. And I didn't know. You know, I um, and you're a musician, you're a music guy. It's the the Satanism it's the, <laughs> in the music, yeah. man. Because there's no way a regular man can do something like this. You that's, know I mean? Dude, I called him the devil earlier, man. But, and and I was talking to my little brother. Yeah, I was like, yo, exactly. he's like the devil. Like, seriously, because we talk about... Sometimes what it takes to get in the music industry, and there are some facts about what happens in the music industry mm-hmm. when it comes to sex and cults and stuff like that. And I know this sounds wild, but it's some it's true. Is I know it? I know a lot of musicians, you know what I mean, and, and artists. And this this dude look like the devil, man. Like, how could you do that? You know what I mean? You got all this money. Well, you don't have no money no more because his money is with Aaliyah's family. Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. So when he married Aaliyah. Uh, the guy who introduced him was his manager to Aaliyah, but mm-hmm. it was Aaliyah's uncle. Mm-hmm. And this is truth, people. This is not fake. I uh, did the research on it. He knew what he was doing by introducing Aaliyah because he knew what R. Kelly would do. 
So R. Kelly got with her, whatever. So they pretty much blackmailed a man. Aaliyah's family, and you can go online right now, owns the rights to R. Kelly's masters. They what? own that. They own that music because of what happened, and he wanted to keep it on the DL. Why else would her mother not tell? And and Google it, look it up. This came from the family. They own all of his masters. They own his masters, man. So he has to keep touring, and his tours are getting smaller because every time this stuff come out, he's now he's playing in clubs. They own his music, man. So he's broke. His studio is gone. Uh, his house. Remember the video where they showed his house? He said he was broken into, and they stole all this stuff. Now they put him out. <laughs> they put him out. <laughs> he would lie. They just saw, and so this man is he crazy, man, and. And it's sad because I love this music. I love this music. I know, right? You see the uh, damn. It's not like funny, but did you see the? All, I mean, there's all kind of memes going on. But did you see the one with the dude laying on the bed, uh, playing his? Here, hold on. Because <laughs> it's it's not how how funny, but it's just I'm like it's it's I think it's kind of like how a lot of us felt right right when um, when you start to find out the severity of everything. Um, let me find it. Hold on. What I'm afraid it. of while you're looking for that is the fact that now he's using girls who are of age. You know what I mean? So now it looks like, okay, they want to be here as volunteer. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hold on. That's crazy. Uh. Oops. I'm taking this shit off my phone right now. No, nope. the devil is a lie. Welcome to my playlist right now. Not in my house. Not in my house. My mind's telling me no. But my body's telling me yes. Why you had to be a monster, nigga? I had to delete all this shit. We still face the dilemma of do we still enjoy the music for what it is or or do we not because of who you know created it I don't know it's 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 interesting because you know you hear about the mute R. Kelly like movement and all that and like you look at like um, Kevin Spacey for example oh, yeah. and like what happened with him yeah. And you be like, people be like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, turn off like House of Cards, for example, the show. Uh-huh. And the thing is about it, that show employs so many other people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not just Kevin Spacey, right, right. you know what I mean? It's like mad families of people right. eating off of that show. Right, exactly. So, like, what if you, and you know, let's say you were a producer on one of his tracks and you didn't know. What he was up to, right. I mean, and I feel like most of them probably did, but right. I don't know. It's just a weird scenario. You getting you getting screwed because he was mm-hmm. a bad man, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it's it's you know I don't know. And then it, does the show suffer? Is it a bad show? It's a good show. You know, it's yeah. So I'm like, I I know how this might sound, man, but I'm I'm not I swear, I'm not justifying. I'm just like. I don't know that it's so black and white. Right. Um, 
And I was actually posting about a lot of this last night. I got into it with a few people online about a few things. <laughs> because, like, in, this, in, like, society right now, like, I guess they call it cancel culture. Uh-huh. Now, like, you do one thing, you cancel. Right, right. You know, from whatever it is. You right. can be your job. And it I can hate be, that, yeah. But it's like, oh, you canceled, you canceled. And I'm like... I can understand completely, like, if you're doing something foul, if you're a pedophile, if you're doing real racist, you know, shit, you know, yes, you're getting canceled, okay? But, like, Kevin Hart saying something um, off the cuff, you know, or, Comedians are allowed, though. It's like a a no-hands-off with comedians. They're allowed to talk about everything. Yeah. So, I feel like, um... I feel like society is holding people to unrealistic standards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is why I always tell people If you were required To come out To wear a t-shirt With everything you did wrong Would you go to work? No Would you come outside? (laughs) And it's it's like You're saying it's not out In the front On the front street Right You know what I mean? A lot of people are doing What a lot of people are doing Mm-hmm. But just because yours ain't out yet, you know what I mean? You you come. It, it's crazy to condemn somebody else for the same thing you do every day, right? It's crazy when people do it. So even though I like, I agree with you. The pedophile stuff was a hundred percent wrong. Yeah, that's that's nasty. Voluntary older women mm-hmm. who want to be there. That's it. That's I don't see that as too wrong. Um, it depends on what he's doing with them. But if they want to be there and they're 20 years old, I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's a lot It's a lot to digest, man. Um, Why did he do this to us, though? <laughs> Why did he do this? There's so much to digest, man. Like, it's just... I can't play feeling on your booty no more. When my wife walking through the house, he just did us wrong. Yeah, it's just so much to digest, man. Um... That, like I said, cancel culture. It's like, I said, what did I say last night? I said, uh, society's looking for unicorns. Right. And there's no such thing. There ain't no unicorns. You ain't going to find the perfect person who ain't done something stupid or said something wrong. I'm sure I did some, said some dumb stuff. But, like, when we was young, we didn't have cell phones. So, you know, they can't pull us up. If we had cell phones (laughs) and stuff like that, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. I'd be in trouble, man. Oh, Lord, I'd be in trouble. But, I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's not It's that And it's If it's not your business You know what I mean I'm gonna jump full Steam into it But if it's my If I did wrong to it If I did wrong Well I want y'all to just Sweep it under the rug Nobody wants their stuff On front street But when somebody else's stuff Is on front street They want to condemn them And I'm not really A big condemner You know what I mean R. Kelly is wrong mm-hmm. For the underage stuff He's wrong for the sex cult But a cult Has to have participants <laughs> Look at David Koresh. He had participants. He had a coach. You know, they wanted to follow him. Yeah, so, like, that's, like, okay, so that's one of the questions I was kind of um, curious about was, um, like, the older women that 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 got with him. And, like, what I saw on the show was, um, like, they would say things like, Ah, uh, he was acquitted, you know, of all charges. Yeah. So when you say that, you're immediately acknowledging that you're aware of right. <laughs> something. Right. There could be something to it. I don't know. Like, you're aware that there might be something going on, That's possibly. like saying, if you met a woman and your family told you she was a murderer in the past, 
You're not going to research. You're going to be like, well, those are just allegations. It's allegations. It's allegations. It hasn't been proven. She carries guns, but it's just allegations. You know? You know, she robbed the bank, but I don't know if she's a murderer. Yeah, so I'm like, I was curious about that, you know? Now, I'm not going to, this is just me here, like, I don't, I'm not going to. I'm not going to blame a woman for being victimized. Right. I'm, I'm not. I can't do that. But like, I'm just. I'm curious about like, why take the risk? Right. Um, I didn't take this stand that we've taken at first until I heard one of the girls speak, and she said uh, when she went to his house, she found out he wasn't letting her eat, and he told her she had to call him daddy, and she left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Why not just leave? And I understand that. Well, they was talking about that, weren't, weren't they, in the show? Yeah. I understand there's some, some people out there who are not weak-minded. That's probably not the word. But people who are, are looking for substance in somebody else because they they don't believe in themselves. You know what I mean? And we mm-hmm. know that some women, you know, some, if they're, and men too. We're weak, it's weak-minded men out there. Mm-hmm. But I think he preys on the women who are, who maybe didn't have dads in life or who were weak, you know, a little weak-minded. So that was something else um, I noticed where, like, I was at, I was watching a lot of it and I was like, where are the dads at? Exactly. You know, like, no, I know there was, like, a couple dads on there. And they didn't do enough. Okay, so, all right, all right, okay, <laughs> all right, so hold on. So I have a daughter. He'd have been, he'd have been in his grave. Okay, so I don't have a daughter. I, I just got a, a two-year-old son. And I'm I, like I do this with everything. Like I'm not. I can't. I can't sit here and condemn another person because I'm not in their shoes. I don't know who they are. I don't know what they're going through. I can't speak to. I can't speak about them. What I can speak about is if I had. If, if okay. So if, if R. Kelly had. My my daughter, mm-hmm. it, it's easy for me to say sitting here in this comfortable room, not being in the situation. I'll put all that out there. Right. I like to think that if R. Kelly had my daughter, whether she's 14 or 35, mm-hmm. brainwashed, locked up in a house somewhere, you think I'm going to be sitting here right, right. hanging out? Right, right. On a podcast. <laughs> Talking about R. Kelly. With me, it's different. Um... I'm a realist, right? Uh-huh. It depends on age. If she's underage, I'm going to get her. Mm-hmm. If she's above age, I'm going to find her, just like that the, that family did on the show at the end. Uh-huh. And if she say, I want to stay, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to say, look, it's not right. You need to come home. Yeah, you can't make a decision. But I can't make her stay. Yeah. But if she's underage, I'm putting on. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming in there like... Uh, it's gonna be like uh, like war again. You know what I mean? I'm coming in. Yeah, like so he felt untouchable, man. And I'm like, and I know he's got his, he's got his bodyguards and stuff, but I'm like, yo, man. Uh, they are just as guilty. Yes, they are. They are just as guilty. But I'm like, if he got my kid, it's you know what I'm doing? <laughs> hey, hey, Patrick. Hey, right. Yeah, come get me. Get some ski mask. Yeah, it's I got the ski mask. <laughs> okay. It's over. You know, yeah, go awesome. get some go get some pieces, you know, file off the serial You know, I hear something crazy. My wife is she's a beautiful woman. She's real timid, but at the same time she's a thug. And I know that 
I would have to do that because she would do it. She yeah. Would do it. I couldn't stop my wife right now if my daughter was underage and held by our kid. I could not stop my wife from doing You that have thing. to be out of your mind, yeah. man, to be like sitting here. And that's just something that that was the thing. Part of it for me was like it, it, it looked like some of the families were trying to go through traditional routes. Let's call the police. Let's right, do right. this. Let's do that. And like, R. Kelly, don't care about black women. R. Kelly, yeah, that, that. <laughs> and I'm like, R. Kelly ain't following the rules and he right, breaking, right, he doing right. what he want to do. Mm-hmm. He break, why are you trying to follow the rules? Right, right, right. And, you know, a friend of mine called it, he's like just Western justice. You know, or old West justice, or something like that, is what he said. Uh, hood justice. Hood justice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I'm going to get her. I'm going in the house, and I'm like, don't let R. Kelly be in the house. And then I'm freeing the other women out the yeah, house, exactly. man. I don't know. It's bad. Back to my first, uh, comment I made earlier. The people around him were 100 percent wrong. Um, some of the bodyguards were told to go get this girl, and they knew she was underage. The manager at one point did the same thing. They're just as wrong morally, and that tells you how powerful <laughs> people allow money to be. Yeah, man, because like mm-hmm. they's on the payroll, they get yeah. paid. Yeah. That's sick, man. The only thing I can say to that is, um, you know, if you believe in God, you know, I just hope there's a judgment day. It will be. You know what I mean? Because be. like it, it seems be. like all these people down here getting away with murder and all kind of nonsense, and they're like ain't nobody watching me, right? And they're doing all that foul shit. Yeah, it's supposed to get worse, man. It's not supposed to get better. Don't tell me that. That's why you got to take care of yourself and your family and do the right things. I mean, you got moral people in this world. There's more moral people in this world than it's not. You know, the, the news is always gonna portray the bad people. Uh, the bad cops, the bad, you know, and it's, it's good people in this world, man, but you don't hear the news talk a lot about it. Uh, somebody said, don't watch the news, and this morning, I would, you know, I can work from home sometime. Uh-huh. And I turned on the news, and all it talked about was people dying. You know what I mean? And it's more good in the world, but people don't want to, to hear the good. No, nah, people want to see drama. Yeah, because it sells. You know, you know what I mean, if we if we were sitting here talking about flowers and some positive, <laughs> you know what I mean? Click. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Next, let's talk about decor, and then talking in a low voice like to talk about decor, <laughs> <laughs> like the Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, the R. Kelly shit is foul. Um, I feel for the families and and the the women involved and. I don't know. It's just, and, and it's, I don't want to sit here and act like it's exclusive to R. Kelly. You know, this shit is no, going on. Oh, yeah. With all kind of people, man. Like, I saw a video the other day, or it was yesterday, of Demi Moore, um, an old video of her, like, making out with, like, a 13 year old boy. Really? Wow. This shit is foul, man. And I don't even know who the boy was. Wow. I um, see that. What about Miley Cyrus? What's going on with that? Remember when she first came out and she had the little cartoon on uh, the oh, show? Oh, uh, yeah. Hannah Montana? Yeah, she was underage and she was with a guy and her dad was cool with it. See, it's just it's weird out there, man. Um, 
Elvis think he married oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Priscilla. Priscilla when yeah. she was like, yeah. it was it's, it's not it's not the first time, man. It's been happening for a while. I know Buddy Holly did it. I know Jane uh, Dean. What was the guy with the motorcycle? James Dean. James Dean. He did it. It's been happening for a while. What is happening now is still wrong and and morally. This is the thing I don't get, man. And I know it's a disease. If you're a millionaire and you got millions of dollars, you can really get any woman you want. Why choose a kid? That's sick, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like, what is that? Like, you can't. You can't find no like twenty-year-olds or anybody in their twenties. Dude, you can go to the club. I can't. Let what you want club. with a little kid anyway? <laughs> he can go to the club right now and get a 25, 30-year-old right now. Well, all that I can say to that is they want they want someone who's impressionable. Yeah, that's true. Young. Yeah. I think that's kind because of, I'm like the older you get, hopefully the more intelligent you get, the smarter you get. And you're harder to manipulate. And that's funny. I got a story. I was uh, stationed in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was dating a girl. Beautiful young lady from New York. Shout out to Vita. <laughs> and um, Ron Mercer walks in the club. And we had a club. We're drinking. He buys us drinks. It's mm -hmm. a true story, guys. And uh, five minutes later, you know, he walks. His bodyguard comes over and talks to my girl. And it was like, Ron Mercer wants to meet you. And Vita's a straight New York chick. She's from the Bronx. Um, she got up, man. She said, don't worry, because I, I was getting pissed off. Mm -hmm. She's like, don't worry, but I'll handle it. She went over there and cursed him out. And we talking about the impressionable thing. Uh -huh. She's a grown lady. Yeah. And she said, I know the only reason you're in Hawaii uh, and the only reason you talk to me is because I know what you want to do when we leave here. Uh -huh. It's disrespectful for you to try to holler at me in front of You know, she took care of She's a real Bronx chick. <laughs> She took care of it. And yeah. I was really getting... I didn't care how tall it was. You know me. I'm not, I don't care. Yeah. I'm in the Army at the time. I don't have no fear for anything. Uh -huh. But uh, men use that money to to impress the women like that. And Ron Mercer wants to meet you. Dude, that was so funny. <laughs> like, Ron Mercer is still nothing. But he was nothing when he was in. But... Um, Send his body got over. Bro, that's what... It really happened. I the promise you. And, and the thing about it... I always talk to her about that moment because that was a real chick moment. Like, what kind of chick would do that, though? Yeah, a, little, a, a young girl. I mean, yeah. unless she was just real strong-headed and will typically yeah. is not going to behave that way. A young girl, even if she didn't know who Ron Mercer is, he can say, I played in the NBA. You can come outside, see my car, I'll show you some money, and mm -hmm. she's gone. You know, but like you said, you know, uh, a more mature woman would go, I know what you're about. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not even going to try that. Yeah. So, yeah, man. The R. Kelly stuff is foul. Um, that's that, man. I guess. I don't know. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time talking yeah, that's about a, it. That's as um, much as he deserve. <laughs> I hope he just... I don't know. I hope he gets what was coming to him. Um, what else is going on, man? Uh, I feel for the people in the government right now. They get their paychecks, man. Yeah, man. They got um, it. They just said zero dollars. Oh... Yeah, man. And that's um, no laughing matter. That's crazy. That's that's just the thing that, that kills me about this current government is we don't mind hurting the common man and the rich man. We leave them alone. We give them breaks. We don't, you know, we leave them alone. But the common man, the people that keep America going, we hurt them. You know what I mean? The, the average. Um, I, I watched the news this morning. I told you the average income for the TSA agent was about, you know, $16 an hour. Mm -hmm. These people barely, they live in paycheck to paycheck. You know, um, I consider us as common, man. 
when y'all make more eighteen dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have the luxuries of a millionaire. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. why do we keep paying more taxes? Why do we keep suffering? So during the shutdown, the common man is suffering. Mm-hmm. Not the congressman who makes you know three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, and now he's sitting at home. Well, I mean, if I make up four hundred thousand dollars a year, I'll sit home for a couple of months mm-hmm. for nothing. I'm getting that back. But if I got four hundred thousand dollars a year, I got something saved up. But if yeah. I'm making fifteen dollars an hour, you know, what I mean, the landlord is not caring about what <laughs> I got going on. Government shutdown. Now he needs money. Yeah, so it's hurting the common man, and that's the thing that really hurts me. Because I know some friends who work at the airport. I know some government workers. Mm-hmm. I got a friend who's a federal police officer. You know, yeah. Why do they have to suffer? You, I still got to be a police officer, but I can't get paid. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about that? Um, like you were saying, it's the common man. Um, I think somebody was trying was telling me they had they had no idea why. Like uh, the senators and congressmen still collect their checks. Yeah. Why do they still get to get paid? You know, and it's the system. You know. It is. You know what's funny about the system? Because I'm that guy, man, that thinks about stuff like this. One day it has to boil over. Mm-hmm. You know, people who are a little more awakened, we see what's going on with the system. Mm-hmm. But when the common man figures out what's going on in the system. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna you know be I mean? some problems. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fight because it's just it it hasn't been fair for a long time, and as time goes on, it gets less fair. You know what I mean? Uh, the money is not it's not equally distributed. You know, and my I I talked to my the tax guy. I've been doing with the ta- same tax guy. You may know Jacoby because he knew. Yeah, I met yeah. Jacoby at the way. Yeah, yeah, he's, cool. he's my tax guy. He's been dude. my tax guy since I known Yacha. Yeah. And uh, he's got a lot of hustles. But, <laughs> but uh, he told me, I called him this year. He said, man, yeah, for you and your wife, for y'all tax bracket, y'all going y'all gonna to suffer a little bit. And I'm uh, thinking, why? Yeah. Why? And I get I got audited this year as a musician because I, I, um, I do all my music stuff, my meals, my mouths, uh-huh. whatever I buy. And I'm thinking at the same time, why am I, the common man, getting audited? Like, why are you bothering me? Why are you taking my taxes? Why are you... Why is this year I'm a, I'm gonna suffer a little more and I'm the common man, you know what I mean? But I mean, you know how that is, man. It's crazy. It's and, and they gonna pay for it one day, cause I heard Kevin Hart talk about. Oh, I got some some friends, some thugs, some thug, some family that's thugs, and, and they don't want to hear your excuses. And one day they gonna come at you, you know what I mean? Us, we understand. Okay, we gotta work. We can be mad, but we can't do nothing stupid. No. But there's some families. people out there, <laughs> you know what I mean, in a minute, they're going to start fighting back. You know, because it's not fair. People are getting poorer and poorer, and the rich are getting richer, and it's not evilly. You, uh, you, have you seen uh, the Dark Knight movies? Yeah. The Batman mm-hmm. movies? Yeah. You see yeah. the third one with Bane? Yeah. Where he takes mm-hmm. over the yeah. city? Oh, yeah. That was the whole kind yeah. of theme in that movie. Yeah, where probably. the, uh, was it, uh, Catwoman was like, at that party talking about you guys think you can steal from the rest oh, yeah. of us and oh, blah 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 yeah. you think this yeah. you think this could last yeah. it's gotta take it's gotta come to a head man you look at some of the countries who are faced those issues that's it comes to a head that's the thing is I think I hear I hear a lot of people talk about uh, the United States as if it's like indestructible and it's not 
And I think that's funny every time I hear that. You can't be indestructible if you owe China some odd trillion dollars. You know, yeah. <laughs> you can't be indestructible. Like, if you look out through history, how many times have, like, great empires, you know, fallen? Rome. We are, but see, we are the modern day Rome. You know? Yeah, so I'm like, people ain't yeah. like, this shit is, like, invincible in America, America. I'm like, yo. No. There's so many superpowers out there. You look at Putin, man. He's, uh, remember, he attacked somebody not too long ago uh-huh. to bring up about the old USSR. Uh-huh. He's trying to make that a powerhouse. If that becomes a powerhouse, you know, we may be in trouble. You know what I mean? I served in the military. I know our military is powerful, but I know, you know, anything is possible. Yeah, we're not indestructible, yeah. man. Nobody's like. Indestructible. The damn unicorn thing Like what do you think This is Like <laughs> Got a real big False sense of reality Yeah Um Let me Let me get your opinion On this okay. man And maybe I shouldn't Even bring this up Um I was trying to keep This light and fun Uh <laughs> <laughs> So I'm literally I honestly just kind of Want to get your opinion On this So I was debating I had a I had a guest On my podcast Uh Last week And we talked uh, like in depth about um, white supremacy, okay, and what that really is. And when you say white supremacy and you say racism, it seems to me that 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 people automatically jump to Nazi, KKK, right. violence, like the extreme right. versions of it. Right. <clears throat> and my guest was is an extremely well educated woman said. Something to the effect that, um, you know, white supremacy and like a lot of white people um, find their worth in white supremacy. And without kind of explaining that, I can see how some white people got upset. Right. Because they're like, whoa, I'm not a white supremacist. Right. And I understand that. But what she was saying was this. And this is kind of when I get your opinion on. So, us as human beings, um, I believe that we find value and we we find self-worth in people and things that resemble us. So, like, I think, like, what, like why did black people get so excited when Barack Obama got elected president? Right. Because, like, oh, he looks like us. Right, right. That's one of us. Or when we see a black person do something well or whatever it is, we get excited. Right. I, I think that helps. I think we attach ourselves, some of our self-worth to that um, yeah. as people. That's my opinion. Yeah. Um, like, why do women get excited when, like, they see a woman run for president or they see right. women break the glass ceiling with a bunch of things or they move up in society? Right. That represents them. So they get crunk. They get excited. They're like, yeah. And they attach self-worth to that. Yeah, it happens. Right? That'll be we're human. So what my guest was saying, and I actually kind of went into a little bit more because I had a person that kind of came at me on this and told me that white supremacy ultimately hasn't affected them in their life. And I says... I said, that's that's insane. That can't be true yeah, because right. I'm like, there's no way you live in a society where everything's white and you don't attach any value to that. Right. The doctors are white. 
the teachers are white, right. your neighbors are white, the judges are white, right. the cops are white, right. all the heroes are on the cartoons and TV shows right. are white, right. the movie stars are white. It's a sense of entitlement. The presidents right. are all white. You got one black president. Right. All the presidents are white. All the vice presidents are white. All the congressmen are right. white. Everybody's white. Right. right. There's no way that you could tell me that you don't attach any self worth to that. Right. You I would, would have to because I would. I would. We all would. I voted for Barack Obama because he was black, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I, I don't, and I don't typically vote. I'm, uh-huh. a, I'm a different kind of guy, right? I, I consider myself woke, and people who know what woke means know what woke means. Uh-huh. If you don't know, you don't know. But uh, I don't vote a lot. I don't vote for pretty much anybody. Barack Obama was the second time I ever voted because symbols matter. Symbols matter. Symbols matter. And right? and, and and if I was white. And if I had to do it all over again, I would still be black. But if I was white, looking at what we have now, I would feel real prideful. You know what I mean? I don't know how you couldn't. <laughs> and, and, I, and this is just me talking here. I'm not saying that means you're a bad person or that's right. a bad thing. I, all I'm saying is be honest. Right. And you do attach some worth right. to that. I attach worth to the athletes in the world, the LeBrons. And, you know what I mean? Because there's no... There's no white athlete that's out there that's like LeBron. I attached that to football. You know what I mean? I saw a white running back. I forget who he plays for. He's really good. Oh. And uh, I was real proud. I was like, wow, there's a white running back. Uh-huh. If it was more white running backs, I would never say that because it's all black. It's black dominated. Right. So I do, I attach, you have to attach a sense of work. Yeah. And so I'm saying, I was trying to explain to some of the people um, was that, so what that does Unfortunately, in my opinion, that that perpetuates white supremacy. Oh yeah. And unfortunately, you're participating in it whether you know it or not. Right, right. And I can prove it because I'm like, and this was the example I gave. I was like, if you're a white person and you're at the mall and you're walking around and it's Christmas and you see a black Santa Claus. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have a problem. You're gonna pause. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna, and you may even, you may even be okay with it. Yeah, but, but you're, you're gonna but you're gonna be like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's different. Yeah, it's like black Jesus. And that's my point. <laughs> yeah. Why is it different? Because yeah. you've been taught right. white is normal, right, and, and everything right. else is other. That's true. And it's funny because people hate for you to bring that up who think that way, but it's the truth. Nobody, nobody wants to face the truth. Most people don't want. I, I love the truth. When me and my wife argue, I say, tell me the truth. A lot of people don't want to face that. And we live in a society where where the truth is so far from the truth. You know what I mean? That's why we can get a president who can, who can say derogatory things towards people and women and still get elected. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't come to bash him because I bash him enough. Oh, fuck Trump. But uh, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's, they accept it. They, sometimes people are so easy, you can feed them what you want to feed them and they'll believe it. Mm-hmm. But if you tell them the truth... Like a guy in me that's like awakened, uh-huh. they don't want to hear it. But they'll, they'll, they'll take a fairy tale in a minute. And yeah. that's a fairy tale. You know what I mean? It's not true. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's true, but they don't want to see it as true. Right. And I can understand why a white person would not want to admit that because no white, nobody wants to hear they're perpetuating a, uh, I don't know what you call it, a, a system mm-hmm. that suppresses other people. Right. You don't want to hear that. But you're in the middle of it. <laughs> but I'm like, how can you not? You're we're all born into it. Yeah. And if you're like and if you're not paying attention, 
I know black people who will diminish their self worth mm-hmm. because they'll they'll put the white person's uh, worth over them. Yeah, we do it a lot because we're taught to forgive and we're taught to put people before us. I have a um, being a military. I have a lot. I have a diverse array of friends. Uh-huh. I have white, black, Asian. I say Asian because I have a lot of Asian friends. Uh-huh. People from all over the country because I travel. And uh, what's funny about my Facebook page? I don't delete most people for what they think and what right. they say. And I've put it on there physically because I allow my friends to be my friends. I allow them to talk. I allow freedom of speech. And I ask my white friends all the time. You know, let's say I ask ten of them. That's a hundred percent. Did your parents talk to you about black people? Did they were they racist and this and this? Nine out of ten of them must say they dealt with racism in the house. The dad was racist. The mom was racist, and this is what they taught them. And they had that sense of pride. Nine out of ten of them. Yeah. My my real friends who don't mind me talking to them like we you know you and I talk. We talk and we still love each other in the end, but they all tell me that. Uh-huh. They all tell. They're all honest with me, and they know they can be honest with me about. It. Yeah, because that's that's real. And kind of my point for even bringing that up is like we talk about solutions and we talk about how do we get better. I'm like before we even have that conversation, we gotta acknowledge the truth. That first, we gotta the truth. That's what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, we gotta get with the facts first, and yeah. we can't even admit this is happening. Right. What are we doing? Right. Right. And I don't bring it up to bash white people, and because like I said, like I, I'm like my wife is white. Exactly. You know what I mean? So <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what do I look like? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? All I'm trying to do is point out reality, and so <clears throat> so we can all you know move in the right direction. But it just trips me out when I hear um, like white people take that approach with me. I'm like, yo, like, what are you talking about? Like, honest about it. You know what I mean? I'm not saying you're. And I actually put this post. I'm like, I'm not saying you're a bad person. I never said that. Right. And this is just me again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I actually, I actually put up a post saying, I honestly think you could be a racist and still be a, a decent person. Right. And what I mean by that is. You can be a good, loving person, but you can still hold racist views and opinions. And that can be based out of ignorance, right. innocence, because my wife did it. Right. And Guess who was a catalyst for it? Who? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And then, to, so, to know that everybody's a catalyst for it, to say you never did it, or to say that's not what we just talked about with white people... You lying. That's what I'm saying. You lying. Like, my mom is not racist. I'm not, you know, no. we don't do racist. But my mom has, she used to call Chinese people Chinamen. No, I'm like, <laughs> I'm probably racist. <laughs> we all got so many, but it's not, it's it's the act of, like, the KKK is a different type of racism. But that's it's what like, they, but that's what they do. Right. They do the, like, I'm, oh, I'm not a, right. I'm not burning crosses. I'm like, that, You don't have to burn crosses. We never said that. You don't have to burn crosses. <laughs> it's so much stuff said in the, behind the doors of people in this world, man, black, white, Asian. Any race, we say so much stuff. We all got a little bit of something in it. We do, we do. And uh, the catalyst for it is everybody. So to say no, you're super guilty, right? You tell it on yourself. I know. Around even growing up in the hood, we've said stuff about white people or any other color, just Mm -hmm. jokingly. But that's still a form of racism, you know. I mean, stereotyping them for certain things, but. It's we, not burning crosses, but it's still the same thing. Right, we all do it. Yeah, but we ain't trying to genocide nobody. That's what black people have never tried to genocide nobody, man. We're not no, we to, haven't. We're trying to take no races out of this world. We need everybody. 
Yeah, yeah. So this, that, this wall we trying to build, man. We need the people who's building. That's trying to. He's trying to build a wall, man. And, and like, honestly, right now the people who coming from Mexico, a lot of those people are holding America up. Oh, like okay. So that's another thing. What job? What? What? What jobs are they taking that you want? Right. Because you know what? I work in corporate America. I can't say the company, but I work for uh, maybe the, probably one of the top three companies in the world, right? Okay. I work in corporate America. Right. I text my wife the other day, and I was in a business meeting, and I said, baby, you know what's funny? It's 20 people in this room, 22 people in this room, two of them are black. Uh-huh. It goes back to what you're saying. What jobs are they taking? They're not taking the jobs that they you want. They ain't coming up in there working they're at not, your place. No, they're not in, in a top business meeting. You know what I mean? If, if some of them are, but, but the point is, they're being productive in America. Hell, I mean, he, yeah. the, the crime that everybody's spitting out—that's not those okay. not true numbers. Okay, so let's hold on. So let's. Do, <laughs> so tell me, tell, tell me what you think about this. They preaching and they going on and on and on about this crime, these drugs, all this yeah, shit that these yeah. Mexicans are doing, right? I don't see it. Okay, so if we're gonna, okay, so look, if we're gonna have that conversation, we're gonna uh, talk about crime and uh, drugs, and you know, violence. We need to talk about white men. Right. That's the biggest terrorist in the world. Okay. And I'm not saying that to attack white men. I'm like, fam, mass shootings. Right. Who's doing that? White Who's man. doing the majority of the mass white shootings? Man. Homegrown terrorists. White man. Who's doing the uh, the white collar crime, right. ripping off the people stealing Made their off. homes? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there isn't a Mexican alive that I'm aware of yeah. that can affect that many people that's with a, their crime. There's a Mexican alive who's a terrorist. I've never seen a mass shooting from a Hispanic guy. I've but, never seen like the but, okay. name. I never seen. But like, okay, Bernie Madoff. How many people did he screw over? Too many to name. You and, know what I mean? Was yeah. it like hundreds? It was. Yeah, it was hundreds. Because they all believed in his investment because he had the he had the eye. Okay. You know what I mean, but. Yeah. What what Mexican is 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 hurting that many people Zero. with with his Zero. with his if, if even if he is doing with his drugs right and you know what's funny and I'm glad you said because your wife you know she's a lawyer uh-huh. and my degree is in criminal justice uh-huh. and I've done millions of case studies hundreds of case studies not millions and uh, in the case studies Mexican men commit less crimes than white men. Seriously, this is a real case. But in the case study, I learned in college that they do not in America put out the real numbers. You hear my kid out there? Yeah. Hey, fam, yo. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, a lot of things in college blew my mind, but I learned that America, and I should have been, it shouldn't have been a surprise that we pad our numbers. Of course we did. You know, because we got we to gotta make us beautiful for everybody else who do, wants to come. Do you here. like how they. Uh, you like how they? Um, I, I don't know exactly how this works, but where they? Uh, you, what do they do? They take. They say um, African Americans or black men um, are responsible for like like ninety percent of the crime in the country, or something like yeah. that. I forget what this number is, but it's ridiculous because I'm like, if you're only policing black men yeah. and black people, yeah. of course we're going to be responsible for all the crime. If you're not policing us the way you're yeah. policing other communities. So so the conversations I have with my friends who are not black, who are white, Asian, everything. And I say that because, like I say, I have an array of friends. Mm-hmm. Is 
Look at it this way. You never see, and I'm from the projects of the projects. Uh-huh. You never see a black man leave the projects, get on the bus or a train, and drive to a rich area and rob them. No. Ask, ask rich people how many times it's been robbed by a black person. Mm-hmm. Black crime is co- committed in black areas because we're too poor to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, and commit the crime. White crime is committed in white areas. Right. You know what I mean? But they make it seem like black people are committing all the crime. Are, and, and now Hispanics, because of the wall, are committing all the crime. Right. Donald Trump talked about a case where somebody cuts. Somebody I heard says, this. Dude, I mean, people get their heads cut off. But it's not like it happened one time. And, and like these people are not coming over this here. This one Mexican, like this dude, this represents everybody? America. <laughs> you know, so what about the guy in, in Vegas that shot up the, what about the other guy that shot up the club? What about, what about Shady Hook? What about, you know? Dog, the white <laughs> dude in Vegas, they don't even talk about that anymore. No, no, but that's, oh, here he goes, being awoke again. They don't want to talk about it. They sweep it under the They club. never talk. Dog, that was... I that still was look it up. sick. I still look it up, and I don't believe what they said about it. But no, I know that's all in the conversation. Yeah. I think it was two shooters. Yeah. So they, uh, I do too. I think it was more involvement, mm-hmm. government involvement. But uh, it's always going to be. But a what? Shooting. Okay. So what Hispanic dude or black dude is doing the Vegas shooting? Nothing. Nobody. Nobody. We but know. but we're the criminals. We're the criminals. But the Mexicans are the yeah. criminals. Yeah. 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 I, that's I'm like. And people try to come at me like, yo, why you keep attacking white people? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm trying, We're not. It's I'm trying to be honest. Well, we, we can't talk that. about that. We just said that. Nobody wants to talk about it. No, I'm like, no, we are going to sit here and act like, like if we're going to sit here and have a fake conversation, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I'm like, we need, we're not trying to attack. We're trying to bring, we're trying to bring reality to, to so, the forefront. So being awoke, the reality is, it's a few things. Donald Trump is, is, if the government is shut down, they can't keep investigating him, right? Because you know he's in trouble. That's number one. Number two, build your wall. If El Ch- it's it's going to bring money into them, first of all, for, for the government. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Number three, build a wall. If El Chapo can build a tunnel <laughs> from Mexico to somewhere else, what makes you think they're not going to, they're going to get under, over, and they're going to get through that wall. No, every, anybody with a brain knows that wall is just utter, complete bullshit. It's just money. It's, it's, it's a, you're asking for a trillion dollars, it's just going to go to you. That wall's not going to cost a trillion dollars. You know what I mean? And it's just not acceptable, uh, but we accept it. So... It's the America we deal with right now. I was watching CNN uh, uh, yesterday, and they were... I hate CNN, but I love CNN, CNN sometimes. <laughs> Better than Fox. Ooh, okay. So, they had they had a news anchor on the border wall, like, in McKinney, right? <laughs> and then they had another anchor in Canada at the border. And they were putting out all this information about, like, which area is more dangerous. Uh-huh. And don't you know the can- the Canadian border was more dangerous? Wow, no, I didn't know that. And there's more crime that comes in from the Canadian side uh, of the border, but that's not where the brown people are. Right, right. So we so we know what that's really about. Oh yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. so they are uh, they're gonna support. You think these people are gonna stop supporting their drugs? They're the biggest drug dealers too. The yeah, people they, in, in in high places in Congress and they, stuff they, like that. They moving them drugs in. Yeah. So you think they're gonna stop supporting their drugs? The drugs still coming. We on our end on the common man or the poor man, our drugs don't cost but ten dollars <laughs> for a pack of right. You know what I mean? So but they pay cocaine prices. Yeah. And that's the truth. 
You think they gonna stop their money? Man, mm-hmm. they could have stopped this long time ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? They 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 could have stopped this a long time ago. Yeah. But they ain't stopped. So they ain't stopping that, man. They just they need money. We owe China some odd trillion dollars. We asking for a trillion dollars. You know what I mean? No wall's not gonna cost that much money. And it's not gonna do nothing. You're not like I say, the logic of it is El Chapo built a tunnel from his prison to his house. Yeah. You know what I mean? He built a tunnel from they built a tunnel, man. You ever seen those tunnels? Mm-hmm. Where they had cart, the little carts mm-hmm. and stuff in there? Yeah. From from Mexico to California. Mm-hmm. That's underground. So you mean to tell me your wall is gonna go a couple miles underground? That made no sense, man. Come on, man. That made no sense. It's just that we believe whatever people tell us, and I'm just not that guy. I don't believe everything somebody tell me, and that's what you know. We we condition. We look for. We look for. Answers in somebody else instead of going and researching for ourselves and finding that, that's true. Yeah. And that's, that's true. And I'm told opposite. You can't tell me this is white or this is green. <laughs> I'm gonna research it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you say this is green, but then you find out a black man invented it 20 years ago and it's actually purple. You know what I mean? You know yeah. that's that's life. Yeah. So, and I teach my kids that man. Don't believe everything you hear in school and what you hear on TV with these politicians because. They're just politicians, and they're not for you. Yeah, man. So, you know, I love, I love white people. I love Asian people. I love, I love people, man. Oh, yeah. I just want us to have an honest dialogue about what's going on and where we are, so we can become better. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to happen. Is that going to happen? <laughs> start right here, man. We can start right here. You know, you know, it starts with with you, and then the people you meet every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, you remember those people when that that honest with you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. That's um. I really had. I I didn't really have any other pressing topics, man. Um. Those were kind of just the initial things that were on my mind. Um. I can't think of anything else that's happening right now. Yeah. We got Jack uh, Daniels here. Uh, if, we got if, Jack with us. If y'all want to sponsor us, <laughs> <laughs> write the check. Tennessee number seven. Yeah. Um, shit, man. Uh, I feel like something else is going on. I can't remember what it was. I don't think anything else is happening. Anything happened in entertainment? Uh, I don't I know. Uh, who's who's the uh, who's the uh, the Steeler that's not oh, playing? Oh, the receiver, uh, Brown, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. He's gone. So the owner came out and pretty much said that they won't accept his, you know, what he what he's doing or whatever. So he's gone. So the hot topic is. Somebody's gonna get the hottest receiver, one of the hottest receivers in the NFL, or the hottest. Yeah. So. And so I saw Antonio Brown. So he was on some game show. <laughs> no. Where he was wearing a mask, like a cartoon outfit or something, uh-huh. and he was singing, and they were trying to guess who he was. Oh, I don't watch that show, but I seen. I it. think it was Nick Cannon. Yeah, I seen it. And so I heard somebody was like, "Yo, that's where he's been." <laughs> like he's doing game shows. <laughs> I guess he can He got his money And you know what's funny Is when they leave This is that empowerment I'm talking about With LeBron When Antonio Brown leaves he, They still owe him money Yeah So they'll still have to pay him And then he'll get paid From whoever he goes to Damn so, Yeah man it's, it's They need to do that In the NFL You know Take the power back Like the NBA did But Yeah and that's a whole other thing I, I, yeah. I'd like to talk about Sometime is I love what Ice Cube is doing with the oh, big yeah. three. Oh, yeah. And I've been saying for so many years, I'm like, look, and who am I? I'm just a guy in a room on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listened to me. I was like, hey, you know, 
if these major organizations like the NFL or NBA, if they disrespect you and not taking you guys serious, you know, why are we supporting them? Like, right. make your own league. And I know that's easier said right. than done. It's easier said than done, but... I know that. Take the risk, you know what I mean? But, like, that's why I'm like, so I, I support the big three. I, I try to go to uh, games. I try to buy mer- merchandise. I, I, I really support the big three because I'm like, I really... I, that's what I'm talking about. Like, start your own league. Do your own yeah. thing. I don't know why we supporting uh, rich oligarchs that don't support us right. and just, just, just raping us. You know what's crazy? Today... I was I watched Colin Cowherd and a lot of sports guys. Yeah. And the ESPN hardly ever talks about this, but today the subject was black coaches. Yeah. And they were talking about how and these were white guys saying this, so this is a good thing. Uh, why are we only letting the black coaches be defensive coordinators or quarterback coaches or this mm-hmm. and this? And they said we won't let them be. These are white guys talking. They blew my mind. We won't let them be head coaches. And they went through the. NFL counting the head coaches. Mm-hmm. And they talked about that. And that was a subject on ESPN today. That's crazy. You know, they rerun stuff, so it's probably still the same subject to, tonight. So you, you, think, you think times are changing? Times are changing. Um, a white girl told me this a long time ago. In a minute, all of those racist people, that culture is going to be out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's what she told me. How so? Just, Just phase out. Because you look at the new kids that's growing up. Um, you don't see the same. You talking about like demographics? Demographics, like, yeah. You don't see the same. Well, not just demographics, but just the culture. You know, uh-huh. the hip hop culture is universal. You know, it what is. I mean? it's universal. And in a minute, these kids are whoever their age now. By the time they get twenty and thirty, and they're in the White House or in Congress and stuff, their way of thinking is not going to be like their dads or their grandfathers. You know what I mean? And, yeah, it's another like each generation. That yeah, gets and less. that's that came from a white kid who I had dialogue with. She told me how racist. Her father was. She said, "Don't worry about it. <laughs> this phase is gonna pass." That's why the KKK is 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 the way they are because their numbers are down. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They they, you know, somebody told me and it was just just playing around that in about fifty years, you know what I mean? Everybody's gonna be mixed with something. We already mixed with something, but we're gonna look a little different. You know what I mean? We're yeah. looking a lot more brown <laughs> than we you, used to. Yeah, because you know you got that uh that dominant gene. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you're going back to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, that's that's all I got. I guess we can go ahead and and wrap it up. I'm yeah, looking that for, was fly, uh, man. I'll do it again. Yeah, I'm looking for something I can I can get us out get us out on. Uh, you know what I like? I'm gonna play some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, we just seen them. Did I see them? No, we saw uh, Frankie Beverly. Um. I saw somebody at the, at the Texas State Fair like a year ago. It wasn't Earth? I mean, was it Earth Wind and Fire? It was somebody? Um, I want to play this song, man. I've already played it before. I don't want to play it again. I love In the Stone. Yeah. <laughs> for all y'all living in the fancy world, this is for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to reality, get a grip on reality, listen to the grip podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. You be hearing music and like you be drumming to it. Oh yeah, all like, the time. Like in your head. I play drums in my head and I play bass in my head. All day. Uh-huh. All day. I wish I could play the drums, man. I ain't that coordinated. And if you're not a good drummer in the music, I can hear it. <laughs> 
you hear like artists or like you hear like the band or the drums you be like ah oh, it's trash yeah. I hear stuff as a musician you hear stuff everybody else don't hear uh huh you know what I mean a lot of people listen to vocals and I'm listening to everything man there was a uh, something that had to do with IQ and musicians that came out and that proved that musicians just listen to the world versus just listening to one aspect of it yeah that's what's up man um Thanks for coming out. That that hour went by really fast. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. So yeah, man. Hope to have you on again, and we'll probably hang out just in between podcasts a little bit more, man. I just gotta find time away from the kid and family. Yeah, let's do that. Even if y'all come down with the kid. You sure you want that, man? He's a. I'm used to it. I call him a cute terrorist. I'm gonna tell you, every kid that comes <laughs> to my house because we babysit a lot since we don't have baby. Uh huh. I take them in my man cave, put them on the drums, and they love me. For oh them. man, yeah. he would probably go nuts. Oh, yeah. He'd be on my keyboard just banging the keys. Every kid, man. Every <laughs> kid, I take him in that room, he plays the drums. That's it. <laughs> you sing? No. <laughs> in the shower. <laughs>